Hi, I'm Chris Norman, and you're listening to Boxwood's Artist Huddle Conversations. Our August 15th, 2020 Artist Huddle featured the Irish flute player Tara Diamond to talk about her influences and lifelong passion for traditional Irish music on the flute and whistle. Later on, she's joined by her husband, Dermy Diamond, for a few tunes. So Tara, I wondered if you could uh, tell me a little bit about how you got started. Uh, you're originally from County Down, and I'm curious about that moment when, when you first heard the flute or heard the whistle, heard traditional music, and what that looked like and how you got your start. Um, I was, my father was a flute player, flute and whistle player. So it was really from listening to him um, I didn't want to learn the flute at all. I wanted to learn the pipes. Very, you know, when I began to listen to music and realized there, I found out about the different instruments, the pipes were the ones that appealed yeah. to me the most. I play left-handed and it was really difficult in those days to, to pick up a left-handed practice set and also very expensive. So I just ended up with a flute because there was a flute in the house. So Right. Did, did your dad play left-handed as well, Tara? No, he didn't. He played right-handed. Uh-huh. And was that, uh, was that an issue when you got started? Did he ever try to steer you in, uh, in, in a right-handed direction? No. The way you take it up, the way you lift it up would be the way you should play it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't correct me, and I didn't have a teacher as such. Um, he used to write tunes out and sort of insist we learn them <laughs> myself and my brothers um but none of us read music so he would give us the abcs or he would give us a recording a tape on a big tape recorder reel to reel tape recorder to yeah. learn from so we didn't learn tunes directly from him he just encouraged us to learn at that stage uh that's that's fantastic and you you bumped shoulders with some legends of uh, traditional irish music in the north there paddy tyrell Oh, yeah, Addie Terrell. We pronounce it Terrell, yeah. yeah. Addie used to come and stay in our house when I was young. And he gave me lots of uh, pointers because my dad was only really a few steps ahead of us all. And um, Paddy was more advanced. You know, he was a jazz. He played jazz on the silver flute as well. Right. So he was more it's jazz a, He's a name that you come across regularly, but there aren't many recordings of him. So tell, tell me a little bit about, about his playing. He played traditional music, but he wouldn't have, it wasn't really the, you know, um, it was on the silver flute, so he probably was a bit restricted in ornamentation and that. It wasn't the same ornamentation as I would do on the wooden flute, but he did teach me how to do rolls when I was about 14, 13, and I couldn't get the hang of them at all. And he sat down with me one day and showed me what to do, and that was a huge benefit, huge help. And he also told me to practice breathing exercises on the floor, lying on the floor with a book on my stomach, which I never did. <laughs> <That's> a, <laughs> that one has gone the world round, hasn't it? With opera singers and flute players. And, <laughs> and who else did you come into contact early on with? Cal, Cal McConnell came to stay in the house several times. Uh, Tom McHale, who's a whistle player, who's no longer with us. Yes. Now he's an, uh, of course, everybody knows Cattle. We actually had him to Lunenburg last summer. Uh, that was his oh. second visit to Boxwood. So we're, we're all well acquainted with Cattle. Um, tell us a little, tell, tell us a little bit about Tom. He's another musician that you hear about, but uh, there aren't many recordings of. 
There's one recording, actually, I think, of himself and a guitarist called Denny Warwick. Um, I'm not sure how widely available it is. He he was a really, really good whistle player. You know, he had lovely variations. He he a limited repertoire, but what he yeah. played, he played really, really well. And I suppose you'd describe him as a, a likable rogue. I was too young, really, to realize, but he used to come and stay with people and, you know, he'd run up debts and bills and things he'd borrow money and then he'd disappear and he'd go somewhere else but everybody just he was so likable that you know people they just sort of shrugged their shoulders you know and it didn't yeah, prevent yeah. him coming back to the house again you know he was a really nice man and when did you move out of county down i moved to belfast from county down when i got married in 1977 mm-hmm. and we lived there for 10 years until 1987, just outside Belfast, Dur- Dermy, who's a fiddle player, my husband and myself. And then in 1987, we moved to the house I'm in now in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, so we don't live here all the time, but we're here because we're, <laughs> we're having a big job done in the garden. We're having some trees felled. So, okay, well, watch out for the chainsaw sounds. <laughs> no, I don't think you'll hear it. It's a good, it's a very big garden, so it's a good distance from from where they're working. So, with your flute playing, Tara, how do you feel that the northern style has has informed your own thinking about flute playing? Of course, with fiddle playing, a northern style, a more articulated style, is, is something that everybody recognizes but as flute players it's a little murkier i'm curious to hear your thoughts on a northern flute style i don't i'm not actually convinced that there is a northern a northern flute style i think flute playing is very strong in the north but i think individually the flute players are all very different if you listen to them you know they're not there's not a common style i mean i'm thinking of people like Davy Maguire, uh, Michael Clarkson, Harry Bradley, um, I suppose myself, Jerry O'Donnell, right. from Manor, big Fermanagh fan. Um, there's a few. That's just off the top of my head. There's a few more. There are more, of course. Yeah. But they, we all play very differently. Yeah, and I so think that's I, healthy. It's it does seem yeah. you know with with our connectedness now, it does seem like. Regional styles, individual styles sometimes get the corners rubbed off of them. You know, the people tend to yeah. sound a bit more like each other or, you know, the, the style du jour. And I, yeah. I think that's a healthy thing. So I wouldn't think I've got a northern style. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's more the tone. You know, people concentrate on the tone more. You know, yeah. they're not so... Not so worried about variations. The tone is the big thing. It could be that. I don't really know. Mm. Oh, Desi Wilkinson was the other person I was thinking of. You know, Desi. Yes, indeed. In his way of playing. So we we don't have a common style. I don't think any of us northern flute players. Now, one of our mutual friends is Dahi Sproul. What was your first contact with Dahi? Oh, my goodness. I can't actually remember. It's so long ago. I just seem to have known Dahi for forever. <laughs> so it must have been in my late teens. It must have been, you know, it could have been Dublin because I know Dahi lived there for a short while before he moved. Yes. I honestly, I don't remember where I met Dahi. I first became aware of you when I first met Dahi 
And oh. it was lovely that, that it was on a visit out to Minneapolis, St. Paul, I think about 1986 or so. There was a brief period when the Irish tradition with Billy McComiskey and Brendan Mulvihill, when that was a six piece. And I was playing in that group. Anyway, that's when I, I first met Dahi and he was singing your praises at that time. So this is a real treat to finally get to meet you. Oh, thank you. I yeah. met Dahi and Paddy O'Brien. Paddy O'Brien, the accordion player who also Yes, of course. With around the time that Dahi moved. He would have been a friend of my father's, Paddy was, so I met him. He used to come to our house quite a lot. It wasn't just flute players, you know, we'd, we'd sort of different... It wasn't all flute players. I, I always think I, I learned most of my music from fiddle players and accordion players, you know, they're yeah. not flute players at all. To hear the complete artist huddle with Tara, among many others, and receive my regular Tune of the Month videos, subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash boxwood. We're grateful to you for your support and to Canadian Heritage, the province of Nova Scotia, and Culture Ireland. Thanks for listening.